Hello, welcome um, to uh, a very special uh, Grapple Pie. Uh, my name's Daniel Swan. Thank you very much for listening or watching. That's right. Um, we're going dual media, double barrel vibes. Um, and I thought I'd film it as well as just to, I was going to do an Extreme Rules predictions uh, Grapple Pie. Uh, and I thought I might as well film it because, you know, I'm a good looking guy. Deserve to get out there. Shut up. It's Extreme Rules on Sunday, two days away. Extreme! Ah. So let's do some predictions. Let's just dive straight in. Baron Corbin versus Dolph Ziggler. Now, they've already said that it's on the pre-show. They've come out straight off the bat and not even given it any pretense of being uh, an actual match that people care about. Um, just because it's a, a complete kind of um, rematch from last month. There's going to be a few of them knocking about, littered in. Because there's only been three weeks between Payback and Extreme Rules, so not a huge amount of time for new things to be set up. And this is the first such example of just uh, do what they did at Payback. It's fine. Predictions-wise, it has to be Corbin. It has to be Corbin. And there's no way that they're going to put um, Zigglypuff um, over him twice on his first two singles matches on pay-per-view. Cannot happen. Will not happen. Um, Corbin's going to win. And I think quite conclusively. Even though that's what he did on Raw the other week, I think. They had a just a one-on-one -on -one match and he beat him quite conclusively. So I don't know what else. I think that there might be some kind of tables and shenanigans and outside things involved. It's no DQ which is very different from an Extreme Rules match. We're getting on to Extreme Rules later. Very different. Okay, so don't confuse the two. Don't, don't get it twisted in your head. These are different matches, different stipulations. Corbin to win conclusively. End of days, on a chair, or something big, and Ziggler will be kind of flopping around, as he always does, uh, making Corbin look like a boss. BC, one up. The Usos versus The Club. Nobody cares. This is a match that we've seen. This is like the fourth or third or fourth variation of this match that we've seen um, over the past few weeks. Again, I kind of feel like it has to be The Club. I feel like they have to win. They lost against The Usos on SmackDown or Raw, one of them. Or maybe twice or three times, I don't know. But they've lost clean to The Usos, which is not a good thing, considering they should be coming in and being, you know, kind of dominant bad guy tag team um, that there isn't at the moment the kind of dominant bad guy tag team that could potentially dethrone the New Day who knows they need the win the Usos don't need the win and they're not as good they're not as big they're, and I know size shouldn't matter I know it always often does in the WWE but it's I think in this one there's no reason for the Usos to win um, but there's a big reason for the, the, the club to win and get another name just put something before it so the club to get the W there Kalisto versus Rusev Rusev Machka if they want to continue with the kind of Kalisto Ryback he just beats up big guys that he has no business beating up um, then fair enough but I kind of feel like after the League of Nations bollocks Rusev needs to kind of get back on and, and be a kind of a dominant big guy again um, he's beaten the crap out of him twice which kind of leans maybe towards Kalisto winning but I just I don't see how they can do that I don't think people have got behind Kalisto in, in the right way um, I don't think he necessarily needs a belt um, to, to get over he's over enough just by doing his flips and his jibbity bits and whatnot. Um, so yeah I, I think get the US belt off him it's credit to them for giving it to him in the first place but I just think it hasn't really worked out in the way that they probably wanted it to um, get it on to Rusev I think Rusev Machka 
most definitely, because he's the best. He's so big and terrifying. Rusev Machka. Intercontinental title. Difficult. Feasibly, it wouldn't be out of out of the question for any four of them um, to come out on top. I don't think it's going to be Zayn or Owens because I think that their feud that they hopefully will continue onto SummerSlam is big enough that it doesn't need to have a belt involved in it. Um, you should use the belt to kind of build up other people who maybe don't necessarily have that that kind of rub to begin with. Um, so I think I don't think it's going to be either of them and. As much as Miz has been more entertaining since Maurice has been by his side, I kind of feel like since coming back from injury, I think Cesaro should have, he's super over. Everybody loves watching him. Um, and I think keeping with their kind of mid-card belt, one heel, one face, if Rusev's going to win, then I think the IC belt should be on a face, uh, which would be Cesaro. So I think that the Swiss Superman, the Swiss James Bond stripper, Gimmick. I don't really know what he's doing, but he's fucking great in the ring. Um, yeah, I think Cesaro uh, will come out on top of this one. Um, probably pinning Miz, because Miz, that's what he does. He gets pinned. Bless him. Cesaro. The Asylum match. Ambrose versus Jericho. Again, another rematch from Payback. And as much as Ambrose won it at Payback, even though it would be kind of two consecutive losses for Jericho, I think he can take it. You know, he's he's an old man with a dad belly and his stupid jeans, his stupid jeans that are so amazing and wonderful that they just make you want to punch him in the face because he's A, so great on the mic so he can build up any feud he wants and B, he's, you know, he's got all his kind of accomplishments already. He's a, he's a legend in the ring so he can kind of play on that. You know, he doesn't need to beat Dean Ambrose because he beat The Rock and Stone Cold in the same night. Anyway, Waxing lyrical about Jericho, so I think it's got to be Ambrose, um, especially with Rollins coming back soon-ish to potentially bring in some kind of Shield triple threat thing. Ambrose needs to be built up as a, a kind of credible threat to Rollins and Reigns, as much as he'll probably get pinned in the final match anyway, because that's again what he does because he's good on the mic and he's got a good character, so he can build up any any feud. But I kind of feel like Ambrose definitely needs it more. Ambrose is going to win in his own match. New Day versus the Vaud Villains. I like the Vaud Villains. I think they're good. I don't think they're over enough at the moment. I don't think they need to be that much more over um, in order to win the belts. Because then once they win the belts, then they can kind of start to get over with a long kind of juicy title reign. But I think at the moment, um, I don't think Vince McMahon's a big... I think infamously he's not a big fan of their gimmick and so yeah I just don't think they're they're big enough at the moment to, to beat the New Day it's, the New Day reign has been so long and so good that them getting beaten is going to have to be a big thing it's going to have to be a really big team to beat them it, it can't just be a normal kind of match as this is um, so I kind of feel like the only team that should be beating them at the moment and possibly will beat them is Gallows and Anderson I don't want to call them the club it's a stupid it's like the club the guy, the the family, good lord, you, there's writers on WWE, isn't it? Getting onto a whole thing. Yeah, so New Day, uh, I have to win. Vaude Villains can't beat them, um, I don't think. Even though I, I mean, they could, but they won't. New Day. Charlotte versus Natalia, women's championship. 
Again, same with the New Day. Charlotte's reign has been so long now that it's going to need to be something big to dethrone her, which I think will have to be... It has to be Sasha Banks. And I think by at this stage, it will probably be at SummerSlam. Um, so, yeah, I think... Um, Charlotte's going to pick up the victory. It's obviously her story at the moment is about, you know, can she survive without Ric Flair? I think either she's going to win conclusively without him and therefore get a bit of confidence of like, maybe I can do it without him. Maybe I don't need my dad. Maybe I'll turn on my dad. Maybe there'll be a few, maybe Ric Flair will pick another woman or I don't know. Or they could do it. Obviously Rick's banned from ringside. If he comes down to the ring, then she loses the belt. Play Ric Flair's music. Um, Natalia gets distracted. Oh, is he going to come down? Blah, 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 blah. And then a, an attack from behind and figure figure eight and all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, Charlotte's got to win. Natalia can't win. Yeah, you can't have somebody on Total Divas being the champion. I just think that'd be awful. Um, with this being like the women's, you know, this is the women's championship now. It has to be, yeah, won by a woman and not a diva. Charlotte with a conclusive tap-out victory. Main event. Um, Styles versus Reigns it started off being a really good build up I think to this match and then just tailed off dramatically because it kind of felt like well, we don't, you know we've, we've shot our wood at the beginning we've set up the you know what's going to happen with the, the side players and what's going to I think it's going to be a messy finish like um, payback which I don't think is necessarily the worst thing in the world Reigns is going to win there's no way Styles is going to win I don't think WWE would have spent as much time trying to desperately trying to build up Roman Reigns just to have um, him lose a couple of months after getting the belt. At least he's going to uh, keep it until SummerSlam. But then there's all the kind of questions of like, oh, Finn Balor or whatever. Obviously, with him, Finn Balor being booked against Samoa Joe at the beginning of June uh, in the NXT cage match makes it unlikely that he'll show up at Extreme Rules um, but it's an Extreme Rules match not a no DQ match not a street fight not a hardcore match not a no holds barred match not an anything goes match but an Extreme Rules match he could potentially but it seems unlikely it seems very very unlikely um, so I'll be teasing that out just teasing it just teasing it like a ball of hot toffee reigns with the victory because Vince loves him <laughs> And that's the that's the predictions. Overall, I think it's going to be um, it's not the most exciting card, prospectively. Um, match of the night. It's always difficult to go against whichever match Kevin Owens is in. Styles versus Reigns could be good. I mean, the payback was pretty good, but then it's it's difficult to really get behind one of their matches when it's so against what the audience wants. Because the greats matches, of course, are great in the ring and they have great crowd reaction as well and this isn't going to have great crowd reaction because it's not what the fans want and it's not the right kind of heat on a bad guy I don't know I think Kalisto versus Rusev could be quite good Kalisto the kind of plucky underdog but Rusev ultimately match curing him um, to death yeah match of the night IC title match for me um, I think it's going to be a frustrating card overall because if you listen to um, Grapple Pie before um, you'll know of my disdain for Extreme Rules, having a uh, pay-per-view called Extreme Rules uh, in this day and age, in this day and age uh, of WWE because they're calling it Extreme Rules, but it's not going to be extreme um, because it's PG. So there's not going to be any blood and there's not going to be any proper kind of weapons and stuff, which as ever makes me sound like I'm kind of baying for FMW level stuff. You know, it's, ah, Crimson Mask kind of Texas Chainsaw Massacre style. But 
that's not necessarily true. I can I just feel like if they're booking this kind of pay per view, that it deserves a bit of violence to it. It deserves to earn the fact that it's called Extreme Rules. And if you're not going to have those kind of, if you're not going to allow them to go for that kind, that level of violence, that's fine. Don't book this card. Call it something else. Call it, you know. WWE smash face or what I don't know it doesn't matter um, but if you're calling the card extreme rules just once a year just put it as TVMA just just get rid of the PG thing for one night one night only and everybody will be well into it guaranteed there's lots of people who are, who are still very keen to see that that's a larger issue PG versus whatever and not necessarily one that I wanted to get into too much but yeah I just think this is going to be a, it's going to be Frustrating to see like an asylum match, a cage match with lots of weapons, ultimately ending in quite a kind of neutered kind of way. It just seems like not the right way to do things. Um, but anyway, those are my predictions. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Let me know. Um, there's a myriad of ways that you can let me know uh, on the comments underneath here um, facebook.com uh, forward slash the Daniel Swan uh, on Twitter and Instagram as at Palugin, P A L O O G I N. Just even send me an email. Even send me an email. That's fine. DanielSwan41 at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you so much for watching, if you've watched it. Um, yeah, that was Grapple Pie. We'll see what it's like on Sunday, and then uh, I'll be back with uh, a review, a recap, uh, my thoughts and feelings and uh, roundup. So uh, until then, cheers. Cheers.